This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to answer a question that was sent in. I got really pumped about this question around telepathy, healing, twin flames. So we are going to dive into that today. If you do have a question for the podcast or a topic, something that you are curious about, question for the guides, you can go to christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D, and submit it there. So I have all those questions in one clear place. That's where I've been pulling questions from, and it's super helpful for me. So thank you everyone who has sent questions in, and maybe your question will be what we dive into on the next podcast. Who knows? One other quick update. When this comes out, I know everybody listens at different times, there will be a special promotion on my psychic development course. So if you're listening to this real time and that is something that you're curious about, I would check it out. And if you are wanting to train in a high 70 energy healing with me, either level one for yourself or level two to be able to send that energy to other people, the psychic development course is a prereq. So you do have to do that before you can move into energy healing training with me. But whether or not you want to do that, my psychic development course is literally like a mapped out protocol of how to connect with your intuition, how to open up and develop your different clear senses. It's quite literally like a step-by-step process that I used exactly, you know, the invocations and processes that I used every single day to open up my gifts and do what I do. So if you're looking to dive deeper into your psychic abilities and learn how to use them responsibly, I'll say, because I do a lot around grounding and protection and discernment, which I think is super important. I just think it's such a skill set. It's very much like, you know, the wild, wild west. There's there's a lot to move through when you start to tap into different frequencies. So I really wanted to make the psychic development course because it's just everything I wish I knew. And when I was first opening up my gifts and working with different mentors, I just really wished everything was in one place. And I tried going through some different things and I never really felt like anything was that helpful. So I wanted to just create the resource that I wish I had. And it's a very mapped out process, show up to it. There are activations, invocations. There you go. It's an amazing journey and people have had incredible (laughs) results. It's so cool to hear how things are opening up for people. So if you do want to check out the psychic development course, if you go to christinathechannel.com slash courses, that's where all of my courses and offers are. If you want to check those out, We'll put the link in the show notes for the psychic development course, but there is going to be a promo running at this time. If you're on my email list, Instagram, all of the information will be there as well, but I just wanted to let you know about that. And because I am going to be opening up enrollment for a high energy healing soon. So just planning ahead, if you are planning on doing that and you have not been through the psychic development course, then you will probably want to check that out. Speaking of psychic things, today's question All right, let me just read the question and then we'll see where we're taken, (laughs) as usual. So someone said, you recently posted about connecting with each other in specific vibrations. Can this work for healing? I'm in a relationship with my twin flame and we feel everything. I've never felt so connected to somebody where almost telepathically I know what they're thinking or asking before they even ask it. One thing we're discovering is that if I'm sick, he's sick and vice versa. We will also take sickness from each other. So can finding a similar frequency work to uplift you both up and into a physically healed energy quicker? What a fabulous question. I have so much to say about this. And I'm, you know, geeking out over all of the twin flame things because 
well, so the next book of the Monarch Being series is about love and relationships. And they talk about twin flames, karmic soulmates, all the different types of soul connections, love in general, obviously. But then there is a separate book that will be about just twin flames. And my mind is just being blown by what I'm channeling in tandem with, for me, having been on that journey for a while now. And I've learned so much about myself. It's yeah, I so much to say about that. And if you want to know more about Twin Flames, I recommend listening back to my previous podcast on how to identify if somebody's your Twin Flame. And I definitely want to talk about this a lot more, obviously, because it's relevant with the books. But it's relevant even if you don't have a Twin Flame, which most people don't. But Twin Flames are here to be examples of relationship dynamics in a very like obvious externalized way. So twin flames are here to be an example of what it looks like to be basically completely in unison vibrationally, what it looks like to operate in terms of relate to each other at the frequency of divine love, to be an example of what it looks like to come into balance in terms of masculine and feminine energy within ourselves. But that actually gets externalized because it's the same soul frequency in two different bodies. So just to recap quickly, a twin flame is different because it is one soul in two different bodies. That's the easiest way to explain it. So the same soul frequency in two different bodies in the same time-space reality. It is not very common. It is typically that soul's last incarnation here on Earth. So it's basically you in another body looking back at you versus a soulmate you will have soul resonance, vibrational resonance, but you won't be the exact same soul frequency. Karmic soulmates often seem exactly like twin flames. <laughs> Most people who think they have a twin flame, they're actually dealing with a karmic soulmate. And the other thing is the twin flame dynamic is a type of energetic template that many people will plug into in relationship dynamics. So they have a type of twin flame, twin flamey sort of experience but that person isn't actually their twin flame, if that makes sense, because the dynamic is so unique. And so just because you don't have a twin flame incarnated doesn't mean that you won't necessarily plug into that energetic template in relationship to experience those similar dynamics. And there are different types of twin flames, split soul, monadic, so much to dive into, obviously, as I'm going to write a whole damn book on it. <laughs> but it is a big lesson in total surrender for the reason that's being brought up here. So she's talking about how, yeah, so you're like feeling so connected to that person telepathically. You know what they're thinking or asking before they even ask it. The telepathy with twin flames is very effortless and very intense and often will, you know, lead to the realization of, oh my God, my entire life, I thought those were my thoughts and it's actually that other person's thoughts. And I know for me, understanding that I had a twin was really just illuminating and kind of put my whole life into context. And I, because I was finally able to, after we met, it was like, it just turned on all of the awareness for me. And I was able to realize what was mine, like what were my thoughts and feelings and then realizing what were his. And sometimes I can't tell, but that's also because they're all, they're the same. So you, I mean, you're sharing a chakra system on the higher level. And so what's happening is, you know, with twin flames, this is exaggerated because it is the same soul frequency. And there's also the level of awareness 
for each person in terms of how they're feeling, right? So it's not uncommon for one twin or both at a certain point, but it's not uncommon, you know, for them to feel like they're not picking it up because they're kind of disconnected from their body or their emotions. And I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. I know for a long time, I was very cut off from how I was actually feeling in my body. And I would think about my feelings. When somebody asked me how I was feeling, I would think about it, but I was very disconnected from how I was feeling in my body, like tuning into my heart space, tuning into my entire body and noticing how am I really feeling? Like, what am I feeling here? And so if there's that kind of disconnection or that like just being kind of less aware of how we're really feeling or what's coming up, kind of glazing over it, numbing out. That's a really common thing for twin flames to have a history of, like numbing out, so to speak, because they're so, they're feeling so much so intensely. So it can lead to different numbing out behaviors. But if that's the case, then they might not feel that ping. But, you know, when you share a chakra system, let's say I, something awful happens and I just break down crying and I'm screaming and I'm like feeling all that pain in my body or actually better example let's say that happens with my twin and let's say I'm just walking around living my life and then I might I don't know this actually this has happened to me many times all of a sudden I might have this burst of that same emotion and it seems like it's coming out of nowhere and I'm feeling all that pain in my body or that anger or that frustration or whatever it is and it seems to come out of nowhere but it wasn't nowhere it was because this other incarnation of me is experiencing it at that time. And to kind of connect this on a larger level, we look at, you know, different phobias or fears or even feelings in the body, physical things in the body. And I really believe in always focusing on what's going on in this lifetime first, but there are many scenarios where phobias and physical health issues are connected to other lifetimes. And so those ones are you know, it's cool how things can just get cleared. And this has happened for me. I've had certain fears or phobias or physical things going on and it's connected to something that happened in another lifetime for me or is going on in another reality. And when I clear that from this incarnation or heal that, you know, it's affecting all aspects of my soul and it can immediately go away. And so that's what, what's so interesting about it is all of these other different incarnations of us, versions of us where where we're hanging out in other realities affects how we're feeling in the now, right? And this is why you're going to sleep and you're waking up and you feel like you got no sleep. You feel like you're running around running a marathon because while you're sleeping, you're out fighting wars, like, you know, running around doing crazy shit in the astral. And so you wake up and you feel exhausted because you were doing all kinds of shit when you were sleeping. And that's a really common thing for people. And so we start to have this awareness of, oh shit, these other versions of me running around that I may or may not be aware of, they are affecting me, right? The same way, you know, I was convinced I was going to drown every night when I was a child and then I was convinced that I was going to die in a fire, the house was going to burn down. And these fears were like controlling me as a child. And those were connected to previous lives where I had experienced that. And so then clearing that fear, fear went away, right? So we can carry some of those previous experiences into this life the same way, like the positive ones, right? The skill sets. If you have, you know, just a natural gift for something, maybe you're really incredible at painting. I don't know. And so and maybe in another reality lifetime, you were a famous artist. One of my sports growing up was dance. I danced for like 10 years. And one of my lifetimes, other realities that I have the strongest memory of was when I, I was like a professional ballerina. And so that all made sense, you know, just little things like that. And so we know that that affects us. And I'm sure a lot of people listening, a lot of you have done that kind of work and recognize that. And so think about how the same thing is happening with a twin flame scenario, but it's in the same reality. And this is one of the reasons why the experience is so triggering because there's somebody else out there 
with the same soul frequency. So on a soul level, like like you're connected, you share a chakra system. And so you're feeling what they're feeling and you're affected real time by what they are feeling, experiencing, doing in their lives. But they're another person and you can't control them, right? Because they're another person. And it can be very disorienting, but can, you can imagine how that kind of pushes you to full surrender because you just don't have control, right? So what she's saying here in this question is super relevant around, well, first of all, just recognizing how there's that duality to everything. So where there's dark, there's light, where there are cons, there are pros and seeing how, okay, well, if we can both get sick and, and feel that way, then can we both get better? And yeah, and that is where the real like power turns on with twins when they do come into union, which is really, I'll call it like energetic synergy <laughs> and say yes to themselves, which is yes to their soul, which is yes to like working together. It's a collaborative energy. And that's where the, the magic really happens. But this is what can happen. So she's saying, if I'm sick, he's sick and vice versa. I mean, imagine that, like imagine that, right? If there's another version of you and they could be across the world and they could, I don't know, get really angry and all of a sudden you get really angry or they could fall and break their wrist and suddenly you're having all these horrible wrist pains or something happens and you fall and you break your wrist too. Like it's that wild and that can happen with sickness. It happens with emotions a lot and it also can happen with health things, right? So if one person is really not taking care of their health, the other person can feel that. And it's like the more in sync you are energetically, the the more obvious it becomes and the more layers you peel back, the, the more obvious that becomes. And this is also connected to this deeper level of, of compassion that we're moving into as a collective and being able to really empathize with people. And that is very exaggerated in the twin flame relationship. And that's part of why twin flames even exist. There's that personal in terms of the soul overall purpose of coming into equilibrium, balance, completing the karma, balancing masculine and feminine energies as a soul and like completing this whole incarnation cycle. But there's also the, you know, another part of the mission. Twin flames will have their own individual mission and they have a mission as twin flames together. But there's and there are a few different purposes for like why do twins exist at all and how did they contribute to the collective because they do contribute to the collective and they're an example of how we can relate differently, how we can relate to each other from a space of love and understanding and deep compassion. And when you're in a twin flame dynamic, the level to which you feel what somebody else is going through is like another level. So I know a lot of you guys listening can connect with this and are like me where we're super sensitive and as a kid I mean watching movies was a big example if someone got hurt in a movie or something really sad happened I would feel that in my body so viscerally as if it was happening in my real life and I actually had a lot of trauma stored on my body from things I saw on tv and in movies because my body experienced it as if it was happening for me and I had to really be careful about what I watched I was just so sensitive and open and so that really affected me as a kid and we would be watching family movies and something would happen I would just start bawling and having this whole like visceral body experience my parents would be like oh my gosh what's happening they'd be like it's just a movie I was feeling it in my body like it was happening to me and you know as an adult learn to navigate it but I feel that when when I am around people and something happens and it doesn't 
feel good or it does feel good. Like I feel that viscerally in my body. And I know a lot of you listening are similar because you're very sensitive and empaths and clairsentient and all that, all that fun stuff. So we can feel that in other people. But with a twin flame dynamic, it is on a completely different level, like way more intense, at least for me, because it, it is happening to you. It's just a different incarnation of your soul. But that is part of how the twin flame telepathy works so much and where twins will, they'll just know if they're near each other or, you know, if they're really far away, it doesn't really matter where they are. If somebody's in pain or hurt or something's off or whatever, like they'll feel that in their body immediately as if it's happening to them. So you just kind of know when something is off or going on with your twin. And whether or not you have a twin, you know, we experience this just with soulmates or people we're connected to via telepathy. You know, a lot of times... I just know when I need to reach out to a friend or somebody in my life because all of a sudden I'll get like this feeling in my body and then I'll think of them or that happens with, with my friends, with me. I will, this, it's funny how this happens. I will like, I don't know, get upset about something or freak out or I'll be crying and I will immediately get like five or six texts from friends who I haven't talked to, you know, no one knows what's going on and they're like, hey, are you okay? And people just feel like, wait, something's off. And so that goes back to just kind of trusting when you get those pings about people, right? If you're feeling a weird feeling in your body or like something is off or something's really good and then you think about someone, if they just pop in your head randomly, it's it's not a coincidence. And so we can feel in our body sometimes what that other person is feeling when we have an energetic connection to them of, of whatever capacity. And that's part of how the telepathy works. And so I'm sure most of you listening can connect with that. If you've had that ping before, you can just tell, well, something is off or you feel like you feel viscerally in your body when your partner or your friend or a family member, there's something wrong or when they're going through something and you can feel that really intensely. And it's, it goes with every emotion, but it often stands out to us at this point when it's more of a negative emotion because it kind of like, you know, hits us, hits you in the gut. And so that is an example of like, you might experience something alongside someone to connect with what they're feeling but that's not necessarily your own, if that makes sense. I suppose it's all in perception versus the twin flame journey. It's like, okay, what this person is experiencing, I'm experiencing it as well. And just think about what that looks like, that type of relationship, which the twin flame relationship can go in any direction, right? It doesn't have to be romantic. It can be friendship. It doesn't really matter. Like that's a human thing that we choose, but it's more about hey, like we're both choosing our highest timeline, our soul and to work together and and to collaborate so that we're not constantly in this push-pull energy. But think about the level of when you recognize that, like the level of, okay, we're like really in this together (laughs) because what's happening to you is also happening to me. And think about relationships in general, like romantic relationships, for example. And a lot of people have that mentality, maybe, but do they actually live that? I mean, maybe some people do and then others, they're not actually living that of like, okay, what happens to you also happens to me. You know, we, we like to say that in our wedding vows, we as if, I mean, I haven't been married, but you know what I'm saying? It's really just pointing to all of the ways that we are being called up as a society to relate to each other very differently and really on that level of love and compassion and really, really seeing each other on the soul level. So that is part of the larger mission of Twin Flames to really shift the relationship space and be examples of how we can relate differently. And those are all types of relationships. And then the other part of that is if you are plugging into that Twin Flame type of template, you might experience that with somebody in your life which could be whoever, a soulmate, karmic soulmate. And I very much have had this same thing with my karmic soulmate as well. And the karmic soulmate feels 
if you looked up what a twin flame is you and you met your karmic, you'd be like, that's got to be my twin. It's I totally see why people confuse it. And for me, I met my like main karmic and my twin around the same time. And had I not, I would not have been able like had I not, I would have thought my karmic was my twin. And my karmic is convinced he's my twin. And he's not. And the difference is he is not me in another body. <laughs> We've had many lifetimes together and it has a different kind of energy underneath it. When I first started opening up intuitively, I felt really overwhelmed and I wished there was one place that I could go where I could get all of my questions answered and learn really everything I needed. That is exactly why I created my psychic development course. Everyone is intuitive and this is one of your biggest superpowers and there's always more to unlock. So whether you're just starting out exploring your psychic abilities or if you're already tapped in but looking to develop those gifts even further, this course is perfect for you. I've taken the most helpful things I've learned on my journey and put it into one jam-packed course that walks you through opening up your gifts and deepening them step-by-step. I teach you how to fully open your clairs, how to connect with spirit guides and ascended masters, how to master the art of psychic protection and boundaries, which is huge for tapping into high-frequency information. We talk about using psychic tools, portals, vortexes, soul centers, and so much more. When you sign up, you get lifetime access to 40 pre-recorded video lessons, five meditation activations that I have infused with a high 70 energy, exclusive invocations and connection processes, downloadable PDFs, and so much more to help you on your journey. It's a self-paced course. You can take your time and it's jam-packed and you'll get access to the Channel Collective membership for three months. So you'll have access to all of that information as well and all of those Q&A calls for that touch point with me. So if you are ready to fully open up your intuitive gifts, make sure you check out my psychic development course. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash courses and you'll find it right there. So let's go back to this question, which I'm just taking a long time to answer because I like to go into all the nuances. One thing we're discovering is that if I'm sick, he's sick and vice versa. Yes, that happens. That happens with a twin flame. And there's this realization of holy shit. And this is part of just, you know, living, growing up, taking on more responsibilities. We get older and we have all of these things. (laughs) And you realize, oh shit, my actions don't just affect me anymore. They affect other people too. They affect people in my business, employees. They affect my family. They affect my children. They affect my friends. They affect my partner, whatever it is. And yes, they do. But with the twin flame, it's like, oh, this is next level. This is like, if I get sick, like that person will get sick too. So you're very much in tandem and experiencing similar things. If that also means, yes, you can heal each other. And so this is why in the twin flame dynamic, and I'm explaining this with twin flames, but a twin flame dynamic is like an exaggeration of what happens in other relationships, whether or not they're twin flames, and when people plug into that template. So in the twin flame dynamic, there is all this language around the runner and the chaser, right? So somebody's running and somebody is chasing, and there's that magnetism, right? So if you're chasing your your twin, they're going to run because it's like two magnets with opposite charges. And so it's not until there is that energetic equilibrium and no one's running or chasing that then they can come together because basically the frequency matches up. Energetics gets complicated. But, <laughs> you know, the running chasing dynamic, I feel like is is very relevant just in dating in general. You watch all these people like the second. So if somebody's chasing after you, they're like, oh yeah, I don't care. 
We love to play hard to get. You know, all those games, whatever. So running, chasing is not like just a twin flame thing. And I'm not going to say it's a healthy thing either. I don't think it's healthy. But here's like the whole trick and the big piece about if you're in a twin flame experience. But this is also relevant if you're not, to be honest. And that's the thing about, I think for a bit, I felt like, I don't really want to talk a lot about this because it's not relevant for everybody because so few people have the twin flame. However, I have since, you know, writing this book, recognized, realized, actually it is relevant to pretty much everybody because the energetics and the understandings apply to everybody. And because for people who are going through a genuine twin flame journey, they're probably going to be guided to other people who actually are twin flames, which means they're going to pop in my field because you find people of that resonance. So, and they they already have, I know a lot of twins, (laughs) people who actually are, and it's not a better or worse thing. It's just a different experience. And it is an off-putting one. And by that, I just mean it's, it's overwhelming. It's very intense. And it is just something that I would not be able to understand at all if I didn't experience it. And I've talked about this before, but I didn't really believe in it. I really didn't believe in it until I experienced it. And I would have clients come in and say things about it. And I kind of just like, I didn't say either way. I just wasn't convinced. I just felt like it was very an overblown thing in the spirituality space. I didn't really understand why everybody was all caught up in it. I didn't really see why it mattered. And then it wasn't until I actually went in the experience and it's so intense and it makes you feel like you're totally insane. And so I know that it's really helpful to talk to people who have gone through the experience. And I have, you know, people who have found me and I found them who can actually relate. And it just is something that's very hard to describe. And I did not, and I could not have understood until I went through it. So anyway, there's that. But yes, you can also use the same energetics to heal each other. And so that is this beautiful piece of like, in choosing myself, I am choosing everybody else. And it goes back to this deeper understanding of in life, a lot of us feel that it's either got to be me or you. It's either your wants and needs are met or mine. And we make decisions all the time and view the world from the space of something's got to give, like who's going to lose out here all the time in relationships, but in business, in just like all different types of dynamics. And that's a scarcity mindset that's underneath a lot of how we move through the world And just a lot of the rhetoric in the relationship space, the traditional relationship space, I will say around compromise and sacrifice. And this comes up a lot in Manifestation Mastery and they just talk about you choosing what's for your highest and best is also for the highest and best of everybody around you. And the twin flame dynamic exemplifies how and why, right? Because if I want to help my twin, the best thing I could do is help myself. If I focus on my health and my healing and my highest alignment, the only thing that can happen is for that to naturally unfold within the twin. You see what I'm saying? And so this is where if you are in a runner chaser dynamic, when twins are caught in that cycle and they want to get out of that quote unquote separation phase, or just bring things back into alignment, we have to realize where we're looking in the wrong place. So often what happens in twin flame scenarios and in general relationships, let's say your twin is running, your twin's not talking to you, and then you keep chasing and you're like, why isn't this person doing this? Or why aren't they doing that? And getting frustrated and like looking toward the twin to have that conversation. Your job is actually to look at yourself 
look at yourself and also look at your connection with the divine. And the dynamic, interestingly enough, is, you know, there's the divine feminine and divine masculine. It doesn't have anything to do with sex or gender, but there's one twin where they're basically like the more spiritual energy. And I mean, both will be spiritual, but there's one that's like kind of leading the dynamic, which will be the divine feminine, because that is like their role is to deepen their connection with source first and foremost. And the divine masculine is what people call, okay, not always, but it's, <laughs> divine masculine will be like, people will call them the matrix twin. And they're usually the one that's like more better at like 3D shit. <laughs> so in this dynamic, it's typically the divine feminine who will wake up to the connection, realize what's going on. And then they're like kind of telling the divine masculine what's going on. But if they keep pointing their energy toward the divine masculine, it's just contributing to this running chasing dynamic versus the answer is looking within and looking at their connection with source. Meanwhile, like when they do that, then the divine masculine can start to understand why the twin flame connection, how that is the space for that person's expansion and growth and like basically where they're getting the answers, but otherwise they're going to run away from the connection. So it's basically like whatever your twin is doing is mirroring what you're doing in your own life. So, you know, with, with your twin flame, and again, this can apply to other relationships, but it is very literal. Whatever the twin is doing, if they're like annoyed at something, you're like, why are they doing this? Or I want them to do that or blah, blah, blah. You have to look at whatever their pattern or behavior is and ask what it's mirroring for you. How am I showing up in that way? Or what is that showing me about my own wounds? Because twin flames are designed to perfectly mirror each other's wounds. And they're like your perfect mirror to show you all of the places that you still haven't healed, which is why it's the fast track to personal expansion and spiritual growth. It's like a very intense, aggressive spiritual growth process because it's a perfect exact mirror. So that's why it's so triggering for people because they will highlight all of your wounds quite perfectly. And in any relationship, our partners will mirror for us things that we can heal, right? But there are going to be areas where they're not exactly the same, right? That person is mirroring certain things for me and I'm mirroring certain things for them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he has the exact same wounds as me, or it's not like two puzzle pieces of we have the exact same lineup, but we're still getting that mirroring versus twin flames will have like, it's like a, like puzzle pieces getting put together, like exact same wounds getting highlighted and triggered. So it's just a more intense version of that. I mean, it's literally like you and another body. So you guys have, you have the same fears, <laughs> same fears, same wounds, that sort of thing. But how do you get out of like the uncomfortable energy? It's about choosing yourself, which is also choosing your twin, really. But it's through choosing yourself. So like really the path is focusing on yourself, your connection to the divine uh, and your self-healing because that then just creates this ripple effect to the other incarnations of your soul the same way as I was talking about before. If I focus on my healing and my growth and shifting things, clearing things right now here, the other versions of me and other realities and other timelines and other lives, I'm also healing for them. The same way when I'm healing right now, I'm healing my inner child. I'm healing that other version of me who, who was seven, who was eight, right? So we know this, that through our healing right now, we can affect and support all these other different versions of ourselves. And so it's the same thing with the twin. So yeah, if you guys are both finding that you're sick, right? Or you're hurt or so one person is struggling with it, then the other 
person. It's like, it's never about the other person. It's what can I do for myself and me focusing on my healing and choosing me and focusing on my happiness and my highest alignment is what is for the highest and best and most supportive for everybody else around me, quite literally. And so if you want to support your twin, you can focus on like supporting yourself and doing your self-healing. So it can happen with physical healing as well. So if that person is struggling with a certain health issue, there will be some kind of mirroring for you with that. It might be the exact same thing or it might be kind of a different version or manifestation of the same energetic root. And so as you support that healing for yourself, just focus on like your personal journey, it will start to shift the energy for them as well, which is interesting. So like right now, I have been focusing a lot on nervous system recalibration, like with all of the chiropractic and craniosacral therapy and lymphatic and all that fun stuff. And I'm hoping that as a byproduct, that also helps my twin out with his nervous system. So you definitely can use it in the other direction. So you can use it for the healing as well. And so, you know, if you and your twin are, if somebody's feeling really anxious, you're probably both going to be feeling that in your body. So if you're meditating and doing practices to calm yourself down, that can also positively affect that other person because they will feel the shift in energy because they're also receiving it. And if you think about, okay, well, if I'm like clearing, balancing my chakras, I'm also supporting that in my twin. But then also if my twin's going around putting all of the chakras out of balance, then I got to put those back into balance. So that's where, you know, you get to this place ideally of we're going to work together on this. Like we're, this is going to be a group project where we're both contributing equally. And another offshoot of this is if I think about intuitive healings and things like that. So if somebody is a psychic reader and they're a clairsentient, they can tune into that in their bodies. There's also a technique called energy melding where the healer and I would not do this unless you've been trained in it, but with energy melding techniques, you're basically like melding energies with the other person. And then the practitioner can clear out of their body and then it clears it in the client's body, so to speak. And I've had work done like that before with a shaman. I've had that she was, she did energy melding. And so she like energy melded and like literally could feel everything going on my body and then was clearing it out of her body. And then it was getting moved out of mine. So that there is that technique. And I'm bringing that up just to show these different applications of like when we do have a version of energy melting, whatever that looks like, yes, we can support other people in their healing as well. And these are exaggerated examples of how, okay, you healing yourself literally does heal the world. You know how people say hurt people, hurt people. And then people say, and healed people, heal people. And it is so true. And the way that we can be most helpful and supportive for everybody around us, for our family, for our friends, for our partners is by focusing on our highest alignment, feeling our best, like doing the things we need to do to feel our best. And I think that's also like, I just feel really called to point out, this is really relevant for parents as well, where in our culture, and this is, these are deep seated beliefs. It's like, I have to sacrifice my health and wellness to make sure everybody else is being taken care of. But vibrationally, you focusing on your health and wellness also supports the health, wellness, happiness, and highest frequency of your children and of your partner. And I just think that that deep-seated belief has caused a, a lot of struggle for people of feeling like I have to bend over backwards and I can't focus on taking care of myself. I need to sleep less because I have to take care of my family, my kids, my partner, my business, whatever it is, when vibrationally, that's just not how it works. Like it's a frequency thing. It's a vibrational thing of you choosing your health and healing and happiness 
creates this ripple effect that also creates that same healing and happiness and higher alignment in other people. And that is exemplified through the twin flame dynamic, which again, on a larger scale, part of the purpose for us as a collective of there being twin flames is to show these dynamics so that we can learn to relate to each other from a higher frequency. So it's like, if we really are going through this together, then let's work together and let's both of us also focus on our healing and then we can get healed and do cool shit. And this is where when you really like as twin flames, especially when you actually get into that collaborative space and realize, oh shit, like we can kind of like tap into superpowers this way. Like that is where the real magic happens. And I'd be curious if you just thought about this for yourself, because I have been exploring this since understanding all the twin flame stuff and it's much more subtle, but I have noticed like for a lot of my friends, If I'm having some weird physical thing, I always have at least one friend, if not multiple, who are going through the same physical thing at the same time. And we're like, oh, it's got to be spiritual. And the more I've tuned into this, I realize like, is this where we're energetically connected? And so we're both experiencing it because like (laughs) we're feeling it for each other. And it's this interesting thing where sometimes I feel like, shit, I'm doing all this hard work to heal it. And then I watch so-and-so over here just kind of sit around and complain and then it just goes away. And I was like, wow, do I just have to try harder than everybody else? And then I realized, wait, but what if me doing the work, whatever that was for my, it's usually physical body things or it can be emotional. Me going through this whole process to heal myself and feel better for myself, did that just also unlock that healing for that other person? Boom. (laughs) You're like, shit, my head hurts. Honestly, it's so cool though. When you start to understand the energetics of all this, like I just geek out over it. It's like a math equation to me. But it always comes back to like the way we can best help other people is to help ourselves and in relationships and especially in a twin flame dynamic, if you are always focused on the other person and you need to heal this and you need to do that or why aren't they doing this, that's just mirroring something for you and the best way you can help to energetically shift them in a supportive way is not by telling them what to do, it's by doing the healing work for yourself. So like for me, I think about if I want to support my twin, then the best way I can do that is by like focusing on my highest alignment, my joy, my healing, just like vibing, living my best life. And that will have a vibrational effect on that person. How that plays out will depend on where they're at in their life, right? So if I'm focusing on my spiritual growth and expansion, the way that looks for me, which might look happy and fun and like floating around in other dimensions and talking to the guides and downloading 20 books as it has, you know, for my twin, maybe that looks like a dark night of the soul, (laughs) right? Because depending on where, and I'm just using that as a general example, depending on where people are at, it's like a similar energy is playing out, but it can manifest very differently depending on where they're at in their lifetime, in their timeline. Because, you know, part of the point with Twin Flames is you're basically learning double the lessons in the same incarnation. And so you're going through different things so that you have all these different lessons and experiences played out and learned by the soul to bring things back into equilibrium. So it can manifest differently, even though the energy is going to be the same. And the larger lesson for all of us is to stop pointing our fingers at other people and just to notice where if we want something to shift for somebody else, we have to look at where can I shift this for myself? And it's the same thing with business, you know, whenever, I mean, I guess in general, right, with my clients, but especially in business, if you are attracting clients or customers who are doing a certain thing, I'm like, well, are you doing that thing? It's like, people are like, oh, this person won't pay X, Y, Z, or they're complaining about X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well, are you just looking for free advice? Or where are you in that energy? Or in dating and people are complaining, I keep attracting in people who do this. 
you know, they're not X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay. And so where is that playing out in your life? Or who does that remind you of where we have an unhealed energy there, (laughs) right? Because sometimes it's, we're also engaging in that behavior. And sometimes the mirror is, oh, this is just mirroring where I still have a wound from where there's an interaction or a dynamic that was similar to this before that I still haven't healed. So there are different ways that people can mirror for us and we need each other to be those mirrors. It was such a dumb moment for me when they said this in the new book and they were like, think about it. You literally can't see the back of your whole body without a mirror. And that's how it is with people. And I was like, wow, <laughs> makes sense. So yes, where we can feel what's going on for other people in our bodies, we can also use that to facilitate healing and expansion and cool ideas and downloads and turning on superpowers and all the fun stuff. So life is exciting. This is why I love energy. It's so fun. Absolutely loved that question. Thank you so much for sending it in. And once again, if you have a question or a topic that you're curious about and want explored on the show, send it in at christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D. And especially if you have questions around the twin flame stuff, because they keep pummeling me and telling me I need to be talking about it more, especially because I feel like there's so much kind of shitty information out there around it. And also I will say actually outdated because how twin flame dynamics played out previously is very different than how they are right now. If you are a twin flame incarnate at this time, it is a very unique thing. And like more intense, I'll say. (laughs) So the dynamics are playing out very differently. So a lot of the information needs to be updated, which is why I'm channeling a lot around it right now. And it can drive you crazy. And you know what I'll say once again is if you're navigating that or if you feel just a similar energy, even though they're not your twin flame, like the answer is, is focusing on you. Focusing on you, saying yes to yourself, saying yes to the experiences that bring you joy and living your best life same thing with dating in general. We don't chase, we attract. All right. Excellent. Well, that is going to be it for today's show. If you did enjoy this, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina, the channel tag at Christina, the channel podcast. So we can say thank you and repost you. And that always means the world when you do share the show. So thank you so much for that. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.